Let's start the podcast. And welcome to Sort of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human, and sitting to my left, James Odell, Alpha Spectre. Right across from him, Dr. T. Neal. Travis Herman. <laughs> you like that, huh? Yeah. Dr. T. Neal is feeling, uh, filling in for uh, Boba Fett, Bob Collins, today, who is uh, once again not with us. Wait, for what happened un- to him? For unknown reasons this time. Yeah, well, yeah we, don't, uh, we have no idea. He just mysteriously disappeared. I'm he's, sure he'll be on Facebook posting about uh, grilling later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we've got kind of a streamlined show for you here today. First, we're going to talk about something we kind of uh, we, we had slated for the last episode, and um, that is the subject of Superman and Wonder, Wonder Woman. Oh, God, I'm all flubs right now. <laughs> Specifically, their relationship in the DC New 52, which recently kind of got retconned by Superman Reborn. Now, after Flashpoint, DC New 52 started, and with that, Superman and Lois were never a thing, and never became a thing. Instead, Superman and Wonder Woman, which people have been waiting forever for, but with them merging the New 52 with the original pre-Flashpoint universe, they have completely gotten rid of this relationship, which uh, most people are actually happy about. They, they don't get why it was ever a thing, but I'm, I'm upset about it. I think it, it squanders potential for future stories. There could be a Lois versus Wonder Woman-esque type thing in the future, you know, a jealousy angle. Okay, I, I just, I want to say this now, a Lois versus Wonder Woman thing, there'd be no more Lois after that. <laughs> okay, well, here's the, and that's awkward. why injustice happened, Vinny. But the only way for <laughs> Superman to ever even consider another woman would have to, you'd have to get rid of Lois Lane out of the picture. Yeah, right? and, and of course, like, Lois, <laughs> Lois is 100% his, the love of his life. And, I, like, I mean, in these recent stories, more than ever, that shines through. Yeah. It, it's just heartwarming stuff. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean that Lois had to be his one and only the whole time. They worked out in the story yeah, to where there were early years. Yeah, there were early years in Superman's career before he got together with Lois. Why why couldn't he have been dating Wonder Woman in that time? And and especially like, you know, now with Rebirth there's two Supermans, like two yeah. Clark Kent. No, no, no. Or, not anymore. Well, there were. Yeah. One were. died. Yeah. Well, I could definitely just... see Superman and uh, Wonder Woman getting together, though, because of, like, their stature, you know, they're both, like, on top of their game. They're very, yeah. very, very powerful. It's, a, yeah. it's almost literally a power couple. Yeah. But here's the thing, uh, and you would know this if you take my suggestion and actually read any fucking Superman. No. At all, Odal. No, um, I disagree. There <laughs> is no dead Superman now. Turns out this mystery Clark Kent was Mitsipidilic the whole time. Through the events of uh, the Superman Reborn storyline. The the universe has pretty much got merged together. Uh, the energies of Superman and Lois got merged together, which affected the entirety of the universe because uh, it rewrote their story, which rewrote a lot of stories. So, so now there's always just been the one true Superman. Okay. Yeah. Now, Mixapedalic. When did you learn how to pronounce his name, Vinny? Oh, that was forever ago. During, like, maybe the animated series. 
Like, See, I would say, got to hear him say it probably on there. Right? See, I just recently learned how to say it thanks to Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> that is a show right I would on. definitely like to watch. I heard something about a, a Smallville coming back into something. No, 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 they weren't yeah. referencing any Smallville. You heard wrong. <laughs> Unfortunately, I need to use the internet more. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I mean they they, they have uh, tons of cameo people like. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I can't remember her name right now, but the girl who played Supergirl on Smallville was recently um, on there as a villain. Actually, it was it was season one that she was on there. Well, oh, and then cool. they had uh, the original Wonder Woman on there. Yeah, and they they had. Awesome. Uh, I gotta watch. God, why can't I remember everyone's names right now? It, <laughs> it was Superman and Lois and Clark. Is it Dean, Dean Kane? Kane? Dean Kane, yeah. yeah. He he plays her adoptive Earth father. Oh, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, on the show. Yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got everyone. A cycle uh, show. Kind of yeah. Referencing. Um, that's as good a place as any to go into phone booth news. <laughs> that, that brings us to our first phone booth news topic, actually. Oh. Now, for those of you who don't know, phone booth news is where we enter into a world of news really quickly because we've got more important things to do. <laughs> Somewhat like Superman enters a phone booth and then he doesn't does hang out, the day. make a call. Right? You know? no. He gets out. He's not Deadpool. He doesn't <laughs> stay in there. This isn't your Deadpool's phone booth news. <laughs> uh, anyways, in DC News, Supergirl has actually recast Laura Benetti. They've recast her as a Laura Zorrell, who is Supergirl's mother, with Erica Durance, who played Lois Lane in Smallville. Nice. Uh, this came about because of scheduling conflicts. I think it's awesome. Erica Durance is actually the voice I use in my head when I read Lois Lane in the comic books. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Um, moving on, Krypton and Black Lightning uh, will be showing their pilots at San Diego Comic-Con this year, and the pirates are getting ready. <laughs> Patty Jenkins uh, has confirmed that she will direct Wonder Woman 2, and yes. if Wonder Woman 1 is any indication, then she's going to knock it out of the park. Well, as much as she fought to get what she yeah, wanted in this film. Right? She knew what needed to be in this film, which is a pivotal Wonder Woman story, No Man's Land. Uh, moment. Yeah, it, it, like I, I trust her. Yeah. Moving across the pond to Marvel news, the Inhumans teaser trailer came out and it looks really cool. Yeah, it was really good. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, we watched it together uh, the other oh, day. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Black Bolt looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. I love that little part where he like he gets hit in the face, but he's supposed to be invulnerable. Like he's supposed to be super strong. He like, yeah. he's not so much invulnerable. Like he can get hit. He can yeah. take a hit. It but not enough to like spin him around and cause him to lose control of his voice. No. Not from a cop with a baton. Oh, yeah. that's right. He ends up. Uh, yeah. That's the one who ends up like making uh, just a little ram and blows yeah. him away. Ramsey Bolton is the the bad guy in this. I don't know the actor's real name, but he was Ramsey Bolton on Gold uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can't uh, yeah, oh my god, they've got Lockjaw in this, Medusa. Yeah. People are actually shitting on Medusa's hair. Like, Pick up a fucking book! Like, for real. Okay. It's so silly in the fucking books, but it we is. accept it. So how do you think it's going to translate? Nitpick thing. Yeah, it's a nitpick thing, but I, I'm okay with it because like, I didn't expect it to look great. Right. I expected it to look stupid. Uh, yeah, it looks really, really cool. Um, moving on from that, James Gunn has officially confirmed there is no Howard the Duck movie. So we can finally... 
put this to fucking bed. I never saw that coming anyways. Yeah. Like, I don't see him it's being It's been able... a rumor since he showed up in the first Guardians. Like, because they would have to use Seth Green, who did the voice for both movies. And, like, well, that's not the... I don't see how would it, they would okay. end up spending all that time making a Howard yeah, movie that's... that would fit into the rest of what they're doing with the and Infinity Award. The Seth up Green thing, that. not necessarily that big of a deal. No. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have a whole lot going right. on. But, well, uh, but, seems unnecessary. But if you think about it, Howard the Duck's more of a cameo character. Yeah, anyway. Really. That's like, the best so way he's worked out. Just leave him. Leave him it in the case. It was a stupid idea. We may see him pop the back fans up. had, yeah, and <laughs> it's it's a, thankfully been put to bed. But you know they'll bring it right back up, just like Venom, who has uh, recently been uh, announced as not being a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know they're going to keep going back and forth. It's on starting. This. Uh, well, no, no, no. This is uh, basically the um, I can't remember. The chick from from Sony said something to the effects of him being a part of the universe, which threw Kevin Feige off because he had no idea. And then they finally fixed the statement stating that Marvel characters, yes, all share the same universe, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe has its own thing. Spider-Man fits into that, and that's why he's there. And that's it. That's more or less what they said. So... Venom, no, is going to be a standalone thing. They've said never say never to a Tom Holland Spider-Man crossover with this Venom. Look at the age that Peter is, like, Tom Holland's Peter is. He's 15, which means, like, he and Eddie Brock went to school together. Yeah. Like, I think Eddie would be I, I don't. I don't think they're going to... Honestly, if anything, they might do an Agent Venom, but it still makes very well, little sense because... No, because like, they announced Tom Hardy is going to be Eddie Brock. Yeah. Agent Venom yeah. was Flash Thompson. It wouldn't be the first time they... Tom Hardy's up. Crushed Tom Holland. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time they, they mixed the match yeah. shit, so... Like, I, I don't think we're going to hold good guy Venom movie, though. In other news, Ron Howard is... Is going on to direct the Han Solo film after Lord and Miller, the uh, the minds behind the Jump Street movies and Lego Movie, uh, they they were fired. So he is taking over. Apparently, there were creative differences. Um, Wasn't for, this the statement that said they hate the term "creative differences"? Yeah, yeah. But that's exactly more what or less. Was. They they kind of let the actors go off and do their own thing. They had the script. There was a, a story. And Kathleen Kennedy wanted, and uh, you know the studio wanted, and blah, blah blah. And they they were going outside of the script. They were doing their thing, the thing that pretty much got them hired for this was the work they did on all these other movies. And they didn't like it, so they got fired. And now they're bringing Ron Howard in, and I think it's kind of just like a placeholder thing. It's just like you be a name attached to the movie, you can direct, but. Yeah, you we don't do want what, you to do anything. Yeah, you do what we say. <laughs> We've got a script. We've got everything pretty much lined up. We know what we're doing. You just say action. Ron Howard, though, he's he's great. He's made a lot of good He's made a yeah. lot of diverse movies, too, which makes me think that he can carry this one. Yeah. It, it, that is saying that they they actually are letting him do anything. Obscurely enough, moving on from that, uh, FLCL uh, Seasons 2 and 3 had a trailer recently, and of all the things... Like, I almost would have been certain would never come back. FLCL <laughs> was right there. Like, the first, I don't get it. I'm sure there's some sort of point to it, but I don't get it. It's so abstract and weird. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, but I have no idea why. 
Yeah. It's Netflix. Yeah. They're bringing a lot of cool stuff back. And, and speaking of cool things that have come back, Jurassic World 2 is <sighs> is finally it finally has a title and the tagline Life Finds a Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we know, yes, Ian Malcolm uh, is in this movie. It looks really cool. I, I saw a picture on Twitter recently. It's uh, uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but Chris Pratt is washed up on a beach with her. Okay, I was gonna say, did they do away with Chris Pratt? Yeah, no, he's like, in there. Yeah, seems like they had a really th- good thing going. Yeah. Speaking of good things that keep on going, yes, <laughs> I'm fire with these today. Yes, and yes. Classic console is coming out. This this is um, pre-ordering this as soon as this is a play right off the NES one that came out last year, and uh, they're apparently they're doing bulk stock because they ran out. What was the statement? Say, they are overproducing these or something. Yeah, they're not overproducing it, but they're they're definitely going to make they're going to make projections. But like, and, and with yeah. with the games that are on it. Well, you've got Mario RPG, which is a rare title to get yeah, your hands on. Love that game. I, 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 I think you can like get the digital download, like handheld, and maybe on the consoles. I don't know, but you can uh, get on the Wii for like five bucks. You've got Link to the Past, which is my favorite Zelda game. Yes. In fact, the last Zelda game I played and beat uh, <laughs> uh, Mega Man 10 it's just so many classics and a never before released game Star Fox 2 oh yeah. that's neat yeah for the Star Fox that. fans that one should be pretty interesting I um get some Slippy some yeah. Star Fox and uh I, I dug it on the <laughs> Super Nintendo never really cared for it on the uh, N64 but uh, I'll check out Star Fox 2 sure why not Sadly, this also brings us to bittersweet news, which uh, first, Adam West, recently departed, is going to be in at least five more Family Guy episodes. He recorded enough material for these five episodes, and then that will be the end of Mayor Adam West. And this is probably the, this um, is more the saddest. Yeah, this sweet. is more bitter, but it, it has kind of a sweet end. Uh, Joan Lee, wife of Stanley, recently passed away in their home. Um, what was it? Thursday, Friday? Thursday. Uh, yeah. Um, the the upside to this is normally when you hear about these these deaths, like it, it comes attached with some sort of bad news, usually usually drug related. Um, but luckily this time, she passed away at the age of ninety three in her home, quiet and amongst family. So now, that's that's where it's sweet. It's here's here's what really worries me is at the age losing losing your wife that yeah, you've been with that long. That's what killed Johnny Cash. Thing. Yeah, Th- this could be heartbreaking enough for Stan Lee. Yeah, because mm-hmm. statistics you can actually die of a broken heart. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but like yeah, like I've seen it in hamsters. Even like you have two for so long. It's a, well, it's like away, a, it a take... will to live type thing. Yeah, well, yeah. animals. Like, anatomically, general. your heart has these things called heart strings. Where if you suffer a, a trauma enough, like losing a spouse of that many years, it can cause enough trauma to those to where they break, your heart starts to lose its shape, and you die of a broken heart. I'm going to have to look into the science of this. If Odal is wrong here, feel free to throw that down in the comments. I'm not going to argue whether he's right or wrong. But... (laughs) Uh, all right, guys, we emerged from the phone booth uh, in our new and more informed form. 
and ready to tackle much bigger news, such as Batman has recent news that they're going to uh, actually do a detective story. They're talking about doing like some hardcore world's greatest detective type stories. Honestly, this is stuff that we haven't really gotten from any of the movies. I remember all in the movies, yeah. I was going to say, there's been definite, definite periods in the comic books where they've came oh, back I mean, to where they have to focus on being a detective. There, there are so many. So, so, so. I mean, even recently. But uh, and even the animated series had some stuff. Uh, the Dark Knight had that whole bullet thing, as stupid as that was. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> still... Like, in the movies, we really have never gotten Get back to true root detective, yeah. And uh, I think this is a really cool idea. There's so much material that oh, yeah. they can work off of with this. I mean, just uh, Hush is a good yeah. uh, storyline to go I've only heard of the that. character, and I really want to learn more about him. Yeah. Isn't he like oh. some sort of Bruce Wayne kind of? Yeah, Elliot, Elliot Ness, he uh, grew up with Bruce Wayne. Uh, there's a very long story attached I'll to this book. Like, long story short, <laughs> well, he like, ends uh, up trying to steal Bruce Wayne's identity. Yeah, it's like, what, it. a 14-part arc? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a pretty big one. Uh, Ooh, even better than that, The Long Halloween. That is a great detective story. Uh, Calendar Man as your central villain. And I mean, think about it. In almost any of these Batman stories that they've made in like absolute format, like uh, the two that you just named off, and there are several others that do tie into these portray the detective skills more Mm. than. Yeah, you know, just some of the one-off stories and everything else. Yeah, I would love to see a detective or uh, a long Halloween Batman movie. That'd be great, and it's got so many other villains in it too. Just him trying to to track this situation. Solomon Grundy's in there. Yeah, so, and we've we've never seen him on screen before. No. So, um, speaking of really cool things, <laughs> kind of kind of Batman related. Uh, Spider-Man PS4 had some gameplay footage that came out at E3, and it just looks, oh, it looks spectacular. And the reason this is kind of Batman related is that the combat, at least, it's very Arkham. Yeah. Very, very Arkham-esque. And Slow-mo like, punches at times. Someone, the way you can just string your combos together. Someone told me that they felt it was more reminiscent of the earlier Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 2, for yeah. GameCube and PlayStation 2, but I'm not seeing it because uh, like <clears throat> I played that and I've I played all the Arkham games, and Arkham always felt like it was its own thing, like yeah, it had its own style. Like uh, definitely, I'm, I'm sure when like you finish uh, a main part of the game, you're gonna have that time to yeah. swing around New York, right? And right. You're gonna yeah. get that old Spider-Man game. Feel yeah, I, mean, it's, like, I think it's it's, it's an open world. Uh, sandbox type sto- with a with a main story and stuff. They I believe they've said that, uh, and Spider Man Two was like that as well. And maybe yeah. it's just that I I haven't played Spider Man Two in like probably over a decade. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> that I'm not I like a lot of storylines from the older ones. They were pretty yeah. good. The slow mo during hand to hand combat. Some of the some of the takedown slow mo. This is really just exactly on par with what we get in Arkham. Night. Just like visually, yeah. oh yes, amazing. And and it's you've like got the movie. Oh my god, the spot <laughs> like the spider combos, just like yeah. where, at, at the ways that you can web people. Up. There's that one guy that he like he's over top of him on the beam, and then he shoots web down to pull him up, and then he just like kind of spins him, spins him around in the web. 
Just like Spy, it's so cool. I know in the yeah. other games you used to get to uh, customize what uh, moves he would have, even acrobatics to punches yeah, yeah, to yeah. Uh, yeah. his string abilities. And uh, I wonder if they're going to have any of that. If that's um, honestly, that's like, like it, it, if if they really are going the Arkham route here, um, they might limit it to like a a gadgets menu like they had in Arkham. Yeah. But really, I think a lot of it's just going to be in the way that you execute the combos. With Spider-Man, that would be, be the there. most free-flowing thing. Kind of like a fighting game. His moves yeah, are already going to yeah. be there. On him, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just see, you got to you gotta memorize, like, oh, if this is how you want to do this thing, then you need to know how to it do it. It seems like every angle he got, uh, Spider-Man gets into in that trailer, though, for the game, that it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he can do this and this. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that, it I mean, that's them showing that's that's them showing off the game, and of course there are going to be plenty of people. Like I, I'm going to try to get into it that way, but I'm more going to be like a straightforward. I'm going to use the powers as much as I can, but I'm also going to probably mostly just look do as the cool stealth. as the trailer. Yeah, my, my gameplay will be so boring, <laughs> uh, comparatively. And then we we got um, a couple villains in this. Uh, I don't yeah. know if Fisk is going to be a villain villain because he seems to be in jail. As he usually <laughs> is. usually is. But being in jail really never stops Fisk from Not really, taking care no. of business. Uh, Mr. Negative, yeah. which is really cool. Really, which really cool. Doesn't it, get enough due. It could, thinking about it, you know what Mr. Negative could lead into for this game? Hmm. Dealing with anti-Venom. Ooh. Possibly, yeah. I mean, we've, um, we've seen Venom in games already. Uh, Web of Shadows is just... I mean, you think Spider-Man... You think Venom. Right. So I would rather see like Venom be kind of a footnote in this game to lead to like maybe Carnage or Anti-Venom or something like that. What do you guys want from this game? Like what villains would you like to see in it? Obviously, you got to have some Sandman in there. Fal- yeah. Or not yeah. Falcon, it's Vulture in there. Vulture. Yeah. yeah. Although Falcon <laughs> is a Marvel character. He could be. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of birds. I, I like to see the original Sinister Six. I want to see a Legion yeah. of Birds. Just Maybe a... Like, <laughs> different birds. <laughs> Craven the Hunter. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um... I mean, I don't know. We've seen it. I would like to see a decent scorpion done, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But, yeah. but how, how often in anything do we see Craven anymore? Um, he was in he was in the last game. Well, no, uh, the second to last Spider-Man game, which was uh, Shattered Dimensions. Oh. Uh, he might have been in Web of Shadows. I don't remember. All I care is if we get a Bruce Campbell uh, voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> right. Morbius. Uh, oh, Morbius would be a really good one. The Living Vampire, yeah. Oh, who else? Who else? There's so many. Mysterio yeah, would be a good I'd one. Yeah, I'd love to see Mysterio. Really great. I've seen plenty of Electro in the game. Hey, oh, okay. This could be Bruce Campbell's dude. He could finally get his Electro part. Or uh, Mysterio, Mysterio part. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Maybe a fill I, in some I of want scenes. that. Just... <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it looks like a great game. It looks like a pretty game. And uh, I can't wait to play it. I, I'm a much bigger Star Wars fan, and I'm not pre-ordering Battlefront, but I'm definitely pre-ordering this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that brings us to our last topic of the night. Now, this was going to be Spider-Man Homecoming, but you can see uh, sort of my update, which will probably come out the day after this on Tuesday, and then sort of my podcast episode four will be coming out on Wednesday on the YouTube channel. We'll talk more about that later, but... Instead of doing Spider-Man Homecoming on this podcast, we're going to go ahead and do a little uh, retrospect into our lives with comics. A little, like, uh, 
why comics? What brought us to the table, you know? So uh, let's start with that. What brought us in? Odal, do you want to take us out on yeah, this one? Yeah, I mean, as a kid, and, and like I can, I can remember all of this so perfectly. Like I had my my twin bed set up. I found these old Christmas lights, yeah. and they weren't just any Christmas lights. They were like three little candles bunched together with a clip, and it was like a string of eight of them. I put them on the head of my bed so that I could have light because I found a tub of my dad's old comics, like old Batman, old Spider-Man. I'm talking like 60s, 70s era stuff. And I would go and I would get like two and three of those and read them a night. And they'd always yell up at me that I need to go to bed. But I'd still be up there, like yeah, reading, turning the Gotta find out what happens next. Yeah. And then, Mom, shut up! It's Spider-Man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but like, and then after that, you know, Dad started picking me up some comics here and there because uh, I can't remember the name of the store. Richard's News, maybe. Uh, it it used to be here in town. It got torn down like forever ago. Yeah. It's where the new elementary school is. You remember, right? I got, I got yeah, to this like, town. You wouldn't, grade, you wouldn't have so. known it. Yeah. But uh, he'd go in there. He'd get a, a baseball weekly, and he'd bring me out a comic. And, like I was, he was getting me like some Spider Man stuff. He brought me a comic. It was Heroes. It was the '90s. Okay, keep this in mind. So he brought me an issue of Heroes for Hire number five. Ooh, that was my nice. first taste of like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, uh, Black Knight, White Tiger, like all these other characters. And that was one of my first things. Like this is my comic. Yeah. And like this is awesome. I read that thing over and over <laughs> and over, and I and I found it like yeah. cleaning up a while back. Like, since then, like, I've completed that entire run, like, collecting the 90s Heroes for Hire run, more out of, you know, not because it's worth anything, but because it's worth something to me. Yeah. That's what got me, like, really into comics at a young age, you know, and then coming up, high school, we start seeing all these superhero movies, they're cool now, like, it's okay to be like, (laughs) yeah, man, Spider-Man, Iron Man, like, these are the shit. We'd get our due. Well, right, um, Trav. What about you? Like, where? Where? I know, like, known you from here or there. You know, like, uh, I think I saw you around Here's mom's house every now and again. Yeah, we had like the same parents or something. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, where did where did it all start for you? I'd have to say, uh, to be honest, I don't think I paid enough attention to any of the characters for a long time growing up. And I'd say one of my first exposures was uh, the first Punisher movie. Yeah. Thomas Jane. Tom Jane. Yeah. And then eventually uh, we get the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And I really started connecting oh, yeah. with like a lot of Spider-Man characters. I, I really started looking into it. You know, started picking up some comic books after that. But yeah, really, I, I remember you being big in Spider-Man. As soon as yeah, we, Spider-Man used to be one of my favorites. After we saw those movies. Like, I used to draw a lot of manga and stuff. Like, I practiced drag, drawing Dragon Ball Z when yeah. I was, like, 10 years old. Yeah. Eventually, like, I started catching on to more of the artwork in the comic books, and that's really drawing me in. I feel like one of my uh, missions would to be uh, to illustrate a Spider-Man comic book. Yeah. It'd be, it would be amazing. Hey, that's yeah. a hell of a goal. You've done a few Spider-Man blank pieces. covers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people have uh, asked me to do uh, <laughs> the great Chew- the the, uh, the, the big Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chewbacca number <laughs> one, and he's a. Uh, I read through the comic book a little bit, and uh, he's really lazy, and all these people really need him. To, they need him to help him. He's, he's like, all right, I'll help yeah. you guys, basically. And I was like, you know what? 
Big Lebowski. And so uh, do that one up. you did that one with uh, the Aquaman issue for Bob. Yeah, Bob uh, Fett came up to me and said, I just want you to do like something crazy where he's getting oh all kinds God. of like water monsters. So what I went ahead and gave him was it's Cthulhu so cool. coming out of the water, Gyarados from Pokemon. Uh, uh, Godzilla was one of my Yeah, Godzilla's in there, yeah. there, floats him in Jetsam from uh, The Little Mermaid. <laughs> he's conjuring all these... Uh, All these water type characters. Yeah, and, yeah. But really, and yeah, like great. a lot of the artworks, what really got me to start reading and I, the stories, and I started flipping through them. You know, I started enjoying more and more of them, finding more characters, and learning more about them. And I really, I really enjoyed reading. So yeah. it kind of just ended up coming together. You're always welcome to <laughs> check some of mine out too. You know, I got I got right. one or two. And I've been around. like so into the all the movies that have came out since then now and. Uh, that's really uh, just kept me hooked. For me, it uh, it all started with the the TV shows in the '90s, like the the, the Spider Man and the X Men and uh, Batman, Superman, all that. Uh, but we used to live around the store from a KB Toys in oh, yeah. um, in Medina. They had some comic books there. I would take off from the house uh, maybe once a week, maybe a little more often, and I'd go down there and I. Uh, I, I don't know why, but the only one I wanted to read was Superman. I had no like I had no Macho. in intentions of reading Spider Man <laughs> and I knew Batman like I flipped through Batman, I was like, This seems really complicated. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so I would read Superman. So you're saying Superman is the simple man comics. <laughs> Superman. Well no, I got so, I, I mean it was it was heavy in um mature themes such as we're talking 90s super yeah but i I mean we're like responsibility and accountability and stuff like that were were a big thing in there shortly after i started like just going over there and like dropping like five cents on some candy so i could be a customer and then taking a book off to the back or something i wanted to keep going back but i was like i don't know what to read so i started reading spider-man uh, at that time too up until they brought back Superman and then eventually uh, they just stopped selling comics so I did not get to read for a very long time it, like I picked up books here and I picked up books there and just like randomly like people would have comics and I would maybe pick we them up we had so many them. other interests at the same time There's yeah like right yeah, like, we were kids. I mean it was like a, I had other stuff to do as a kid it would keep my attention occupied but comics always made their way back in and so I did not really come back to comic books until I want to say it was that it was definitely after high school. I, th- I think like 2007, maybe 2008, that I started reading comics again. And the first thing I picked up was Spider-Man. And um, and the only reason I didn't pick up Superman was because uh, I think this was around the time of the new Krypton stuff. Uh, it was all very intertwined. There was so much going on. That I I did not want to jump want in the middle. To try to catch up. Yeah, on, right. In order to get to where it was. That's something that's always kept me from even picking up a lot of stories because I know there's so much backstory. And that's and, and like, that's why you should definitely like you would be fine with, especially with DC right now. Marvel not so much, but DC yeah, like re- the right last now. issue of Superman I just read was just a like it was not like they mentioned the last little arc, but mostly. It's just a story about Superman trying to figure out how to get John to listen to him and understand that like he can't rush into things yeah. and stuff because John is Superboy and whatnot. And he's remembering back to when 
uh, Pa Kent made him like take care of the farm for a day without any powers. Like, and the one time he used his powers when he thought Pa Kent wasn't looking, he fucked everything up. <laughs> so, uh, so this is a really quaint story, and it's just this one story. Like, the next issue is not gonna like, you know, kill you because you didn't read that <laughs> one. So, DC is a great place for jumping in, always... finding a place to jump in. I always got shit on for liking yeah. Superman because so many people are like, well, he's got every power. No, no people him. don't understand. Because they, they haven't they, read They, they see the superpowers and that's it. feels it. Like, yeah. like I've seen him die, come back as energy, yeah. go to space. Like, <laughs> and there's a lot more These stories are the think. best that I've read. Like right. The best Superman stories I, I've read in a very long time. But anyways, yeah, that's what it was for me. I, I'd pop back in and uh, around that time, and I started reading Spider-Man, and that got me into Daredevil, and uh, I started reading a bunch oh. of books I hadn't read before. I always liked The Punisher, but like I never read them. I was reading Punisher at that time. And then it, with a family, it just got too expensive, and I stopped until about, um, I think I stopped in like 2009, and I picked it back up in 2013. Or 14, whenever the Secret Origins Harley Quinn issue came out. And then right after that, I bought Harley Quinn number zero. And then it just it spiraled out of control since then. <laughs> Let's not talk about spiraling out of control. Yeah. Let's... I'm reining it back in, though. Today, so this week, I only spent 25 out of my 30. Because <laughs> nice. I've canceled a few books. So I'll let a few books end. Yeah. And uh, I haven't added anything. So I'm doing better. I'm... But, I mean, I, I spent a little over 40, but that was because my grail popped up in the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, like I just said, Iron Fist has always been like one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Walk into yeah. the shop, Marvel Premiere 15, the first appearance of Iron Fist is right there, front and center on their wall. 125. And I, and I tell her, take it off the wall, <laughs> put it in my pool, I'm making payments on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love the shop. So, what stories have stuck with you? Uh, have any affected your life, or like it, just something you took and like you tried to live by, or anything like that? There's actually there, there's a Spider-Man story. It's not in any of the comics. It was a uh, it was a web comic, but it, it was done by like a full team and everything. And the story is called Leah. And if you've never seen it. If you don't, if you don't start to tear up, you're a fucking oh, monster. Oh, is this the one with the uh, the little girl who has cancer? Well, I, I think it's cancer or something. Like she was homeless, and like Spider Man uh, was like, I know. yeah, like go ahead and just for our listeners who it, don't know, like I don't know. Leah yeah. is this <laughs> this homeless girl. She idolizes Spider Man, loves him. Yeah, so she she's dreaming about Spider-Man, like, going on a, a web-sling ride with them and everything. And then it pans out, and she's in this hospital bed about to die. Spider-Man, I can't remember what he says to her. I'm, I'm getting chills talking about it, thinking <laughs> about it. Like, it's, it's such a sad sad fucking story. Strong content. And it's, it's maybe 40 panels. But it it's such a beautiful story, like in the Dexter 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the tragedy. Of I don't know what it is, but I love like these little, like these small and, little and, tragic yeah. stories. And the story of Dexter is that uh, Dexter was a, a, a what? It was it an alien cat or was it a, no, a, it was a house cat? He was a house cat. Why the fuck is he blue? I think it's just <laughs> supposed to be like a black cat. He just comes. Oh, it's for the illustration purposes, yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, I don't know. He looks pretty fucking blue in the video. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, it's the ring. Uh, maybe. But uh, anyways, there's a house cat whose owner was murdered and this enraged this cat and the ring sought him out and then he finds his owner's murderers and kills them. Jesus. And uh, yeah. Well, but and the thing is, having That's the wild. ring gives him like kind of these... Oh. I wouldn't necessarily call it, like the ability to speak, but he can like make communicate, more, yeah, communicate. Yeah. and he's like he he says the words you know I'm a good kitty, you know <laughs> I like some along yeah. those lines you know. There's this part where, like in in Red Lantern form, it's like curling up to the dead body of its owner. It's like I yeah. avenged you, good kitty. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking sad. It is. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I love those kind of stories. For some, I'm more of like a. I ended up just a, the only ones I end up buying are the ones like I'm kind of a collector. Hyper of fantasy type stuff. Yeah, like um, I collect all the amalgam comics. I have yeah. thirteen of them so far, and uh, that means I only have eleven left to go. But uh, <laughs> one of my favorite stories is um, uh, Spider Boy twenty ninety nine or something like that. I think is what oh, it's yeah. called. Or no, Spider Boy Team Up. Yeah, is yeah, what it yeah. is. And uh, there's a lot of time travel in it. It's great. And I'll collect uh, any of the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, yeah. all those comic books. But, like, I don't think there's so anything there's... I can really take from them. Um, like, the things I can take from any of the characters is Deadly, like Deadly Class. Oh, yeah. You love Deadly Class. I'm not huge sure. on horror. In case no, 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 thinking no. High no. <laughs> School for Assassins. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it's, it's and that's way too simplistic of an explanation, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a good premise it to get up, to started. Yeah. That's how they got me on it. But uh, yeah, no, Deadly Class is really cool. For me, there are a lot of different stories that have kind of stuck with me. But uh, like one the most, really, a lot of the honestly, this new Superman stuff, like just father son type stuff. Yeah. Uh, this last issue that I was telling you about, this he's. Where he's just trying to make John understand. He's uh, he's not getting his point across. And uh, John's misunderstanding what he means. And he's not understanding that he's being too pushy. Like Superman's struggling to communicate with his son um, on these powers and stuff. And then there's this resolution at the end where the, Superman just admits that he was doing things the wrong way. It was really enlightening in a way to communicate with my son. Yeah. Uh, John is the same age as my son, actually, my yeah. oldest. So it was really cool for that alone. That's actually uh, you. You introduced me to the uh, the Punisher movie, and that that's a story that stuck with me. I don't know if it's it like direct from the comics, no, but that, all his that story's not direct. But oh, uh, yeah, like something like that, like. That's something that in really... fact, the Punisher's family gets killed. Like they're having a picnic in the park, All right. and they yeah they had nothing to do with these two families. Just these two mom families <laughs> come to this park to fucking kill each other, and mm. and fucking Frank Castle and his family are just caught in the the wow, I'd say yeah. Daredevil season two got it closer than anything. 
Kind of, yeah. Some yeah. of the sadder stories is what really makes us think about it. Like, you know, and yeah, really that's that's think. another thing. That's the reason I like The Punisher so much is um, you if you put yourself into these stories, whereas like, uh, you know, my entire family being killed and me becoming a vigilante is like a hyper, <laughs> hyper reality. But like if I put myself in there, I was like, yeah, well, you know, if I did have like this kind of budget and all this training. I'd fucking be the Punisher for sure because I know I could I could see myself coming down to this point. That's what I think they try to make their characters relatable. Yeah. You know, everybody's got family too, so. <laughs> so, yeah, no, like, so the Punisher is another one that really sticks with me. That's another good one. Time. Yeah. You know, not necessarily in comics, but in Daredevil season two, one of the Punishers telling a story. Now, that now shit. We need to like we need to write it into comics because we get to fucking like this, this, and that. Before you know what we're talking about, like movie we're sword Mars attacks. Before you know what we're talking about, drop your old man. <laughs> <laughs> so we we need to we need to be careful where we go with this. It's like four hour podcast. <laughs> so, we we've talked about some of the stuff that we like and some of the stuff that has affected us, but. What do you not like? What what really like gets you about comics? Maybe it's just a one-off thing. Like maybe it's only happened a handful of times. It is like the misconceptions. What is it you don't like about comics? I know a phenomenon that uh, not really a. I don't really like it because uh, okay, they can kill any character and they're gonna bring them back. Every time. What if... Almost what every if, time. Sometimes okay. they stick to their What if uh, we just leave Wolverine dead for about 50 years? They they have left That'd Wolverine well. dead for like two years now. Two okay. years, yeah. Technically, See, like, what if, they brought old man Logan from a different universe, but it's, but he's still but, not Wolverine. Say, yeah. He's in, you this, he's in the same universe where Wolverine is dead. Like yeah. when I heard so, uh, about Deadpool. Like, oh, okay, Deadpool's dead in the universe now, but... Right. Oh, that was But they're gonna bring him back, you know? Stupid. And, and that whole issue was just disappointing Can't shit. Can't die anyway. <laughs> it was supposed to have this, like, really nice, quaint ending. Like, him and his whole little, Which... like, surrogate family-esque type thing, and his daughter, and they all die on this boat. But the, the whole fucking thing is kind of, like, stupid and rushed up to that point, and then it just kind of ends. And then it doesn't matter, because it just came right back. It's not a big beef that I have, though. You know, it's like, it's just something I think of sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, anytime I hear about it, I'm like, okay, well, they'll be back next yeah. year. <laughs> I'm it, not it, makes you, it, may, it makes it hard to get excited for a story where you know the character dies. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the main reasons I was so adamant about reading Death of Wolverine was because it had been two years and he was still dead. Yeah. And I was like, well, true. okay, maybe I should... Maybe I should check this you out. Start getting worried about your old, you know, <laughs> yeah. old Logan there. Uh, and, and and to this point, I don't think they intend to bring him back just yet. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Uh, Maybe they'll hear this podcast. I'm like, we're gonna wait fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now, Laura Kinney, X twenty three, is the acting Wolverine, right. and uh, they've got Old Man Logan. But again, that's from uh, alternate universe. So yeah, the uh, find a way the Logan continue. we know and love, he he's dead. He's gone. He he goes out in a hell of a way too. That's a great story. What about you, Otto? What do you hate? Uh, there's there's a few things that get me sometimes. I'm gonna take this by publisher for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel, stop doing ten dollar fucking issues. Right. Oh um, my god. Spider Man twenty five, Deadpool ten, Deadpool fifteen. Like no one fucking cares. Then we're not getting any extra content and yeah, paying right. more for like issue twenty five. 
No, it's just it's issue twenty five. Yeah, yeah, it's bad enough we're paying four and five dollars for some of these. Yeah, it bothered me enough when when DC made Batman and Superman twenty five and uh, Flash twenty five three ninety nine instead of the normal two ninety nine. Yeah. that's an acceptable <laughs> number because yeah. that's like that's the price of a Marvel book is three ninety nine, not ten. Yeah. yeah, but and this was their super <laughs> anniversary issues, and it was only a buck more. No, not ten fucking dollars. I get you there. In fact, that's one thing that actually kind of keeps me away uh, from buying comic books is because I, uh, with my uh, own kind of budgets, I, I can't afford them at the time. Yeah. Well, and that's really why can't. that's why I'm like I've I've been talking to you like I've I've been telling you DC. You can jump in it like you yeah. can pick a book and I'll tell you when to jump in. It's an investment hole. And some of them are two ninety nine and they go twice a month. So you're looking at like six bucks a month. Okay, really? Then some books are once a month and they're three ninety nine. And then if you really wanted to get involved with Marvel, most of their books are only three ninety nine. And the I'm pretty sure they just revived Ash versus Army of Darkness. I was telling you this. I'm pretty sure that's two ninety nine. That's three dollars a month. It's not a big yeah. brand. Definitely not. Yeah. Bad. So that's and well, the minute you want me to pull the trigger, I'll add it to my <laughs> pull, and, and you just give me the three bucks guess, every month. Like when I go to the mall and I see like all the hardcover omnibus, I'm like, okay, I want to yeah, get this because it has all of them. And then I look at it and be like, thirty to forty dollars. I'm like, yeah. okay. It can be a it can be I'm a little overwhelming it. sometimes, especially when you hear such bad shit from Marvel. Like, oh so, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they have not been. But uh, release time. Like things getting pushed back. Yeah. 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 For example, yeah, Dark Knight Three. Dark Knight Three was um, so bad for it. Jupiter's Legacy. Don't I think know anything one. about it. It's a Mark Millar story. I don't care. <laughs> eight months. Eight months since the last issue. It was really? supposed to be written and done before it started being released. And it hasn't been officially canceled. Nope. Nope. Oh, eight shit. months since the last issue. That's insane. Um, like, you can't do that. That Skyborn that like I read the first couple issues of like trying to saw, get you guys to start I saw issue it. four on the show. Like I read the first two issues it and was, I liked it. I it's just, really cool. I couldn't keep going. But then it was months until issue three. Now <laughs> issue four just came yeah, out. I just saw issue one more four. issue. Now and I was like, yeah. holy shit, that's still going. <laughs> yeah. Like I get irked when when yeah. like titles go on trade breaks. Yeah, for you'll never months. have that with Amazing Spider-Man, Batman, and Superman. You know, you yeah. never had the with the main books. They're they're always good with that. But the minute you try to branch out, you are taking a risk. You don't yeah. know what you're getting. Me, um, honestly, there are two things that bother me the most. One is artwork. Uh, so we talked about <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about that crapshoot. You know, you try to branch out, and then you end up with uh, with some. And artwork is important to me. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it, definitely. It's it's the whole medium. That's what got like, me into it, basically. Yeah, there there are two things that you need for a comic book: visuals and uh, story. Dialogue, yeah. yeah, dialogue. So the dialogue, and they've been getting sloppier and sloppier with fucking misspellings lately. That's starting to bother me. And yeah. misspellings or adding extra that. words. Yeah, right. Or like <laughs> the chat bubbles being on the wrong people. Oh, that happened in Captain Marvel. <laughs> it's like, this is the first time I'm hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said one of the issues of Civil War. I post, yeah, one of the the because she walks into the room with Ulysses, <laughs> and it's uh, it's something like the you the Captain Marvel bubbles are on Ulysses, and yeah. Ulysses is on hers. It it's it something really like, hey, 
it's Captain Marvel, and it's coming for me. I wonder how many comics I've read that have been fucked up, man. I just didn't understand it because of that. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> I, never I posted that on Instagram. It was, yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, no. But when when books change artists, that's the worst thing. Like, yeah. I've, And I've noticed this in DC. It's starting to, to well, bother me a little bit. The books will, like the Superman book. I think has changed artists a few times. There's and I two. This every there's time. usually yeah. two people to blame, and else are anchor and then the color. Yeah. Someone do the you know lines, and then yeah. someone do the color. Well, but the I mean, when you have books like All Star Batman, they've are, they've made the statement they're going to be changing teams yeah. as it yeah. goes. Fortunately, they upgraded big time by going from JRJR to Jock. And the worst thing, fucking, uh, the not oh, the four yeah, yeah the forge Dark uh, Days the forge. Had what four different artists? Yep. One of which was JRJR, and you can really tell how proud it is. I'm gonna have to pay attention. John Romita Jr. is John Romita Sr. is one of those legendary artists in like Marvel and everything. Like yeah, JR Sr. Great. JRJR, his early work is really good. Moments, yes. And he tried. You could tell he tried hard on All Star Batman, <laughs> and it still wasn't very good. Yeah. But if you notice, most of the time his characters are looking to the right. Yeah. All right. He's yep. just pumping them out real so quick, weird. probably. And and this book alone has four different artists, two of which were great, and one of which is Jim Lee. Yeah. So okay. yeah, yeah, I follow yeah, him on Instagram. Jim great. And I can't remember the other one that I that I really liked. And then you've got two that are just so different from Jim Lee and the other guy, one of which is J.R.J.R., the other one, again, I can't remember. And it's just, it's off-putting. Because it's one story. It's not four stories. It's one, like, just in the middle of the fucking issue, it changes. Reminds me of Tarantino. Four rooms. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck, Superman? Yeah. Why are you sideways? I pulled up a picture of the, uh, the issue of Justice League that J.R.J.R. did, like, during the New 52. Yeah, when they were doing... J.R.J.R. Month. Yeah. They, For whatever they fucking the reason. Month. I liked the months thing, like, but... The yeah. Neil Adams one was really cool. Like, and, I like Yeah, that. but this one was so fucking weird. Like, <laughs> everyone else is going, like, you know, horizontal, and Superman is too, but he's facing the comic cover. Yeah, right? I think if he would have put it normal, it would have been all right. <laughs> it's always right. Yeah. Right, uh, fucking Titans <laughs> cover he just brought up. Anyways, uh, the other thing uh, that really bothers me is yes, we are in an age that comic books are more acceptable. Being a nerd is cool. Some people will latch onto that. They think they watch the movies, so they're super nerds. They think they bought a poster, so they're super nerds. Now, so nerdy. And, they have but, the underwear. But then these are the same people that when a guy spends all of his breaks and lunch hours or lunch half hours uh reading comics he still gets fucking looks on break or lunch every single time three times in a fucking day at least one person looks at me right one person looks at me is like what the fuck is he doing i kind of get that sometimes i'm reading motherfucker sometimes i'm all uncomfortable (laughs) like telling people like if i know i'm in a group of people who aren't even gonna understand what i'm gonna say i know they're gonna be like oh okay and, well, I don't know what that book. And here's about. the other thing: is like <laughs> at the same time, people are more. T- I've noticed people are more tolerant when you talk about the actual comic books, and people yeah. will even sometimes ask questions. They'll be like, more often hey, than if not, they yeah. know you, re- if they know you read comics at all, 
they'll ask you like questions about the latest fucking movie and they'll be like does this really happen in the books and then you'll be like no blah blah blah, blah this this and this i'm this. starting to get that at yeah. work yeah like it's happened a lot from, you can uh, tell that they have you know, wonder woman and spider-man intention but it's still like it's still the weirdest fucking thing to people when someone just whips out a fucking comic book and it's like oh well if i fucking brought out the bible nobody would give a shit <laughs> you know and that's still a fucking story i think that's with <laughs> books in general these yeah. days like when i read the hitchhiker's guide at work people just be like oh there's mr fate's Right, right, right. I'm like, no, I'm not reading the book. We like to read. Uh, yeah, like, and I mean, I've read. I mean, some people like sometimes. Yeah, people are like, "Fucking dude, reading a book." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck? Like words on a piece of paper? What? It's a, can't you just look at it on Twitter? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I've read a few books at work too, and but it, it's so much less of a reaction when I, I when I whip out an actual book rather than. And it's it's fucking words with pictures. What is so weird about this? It's it's the perfect medium between fucking TV and movies and books. Right? It's like it's the middle ground. It's a good cultural, yeah. you know, experience. Right? <laughs> um, maybe visual comics is more of a medium ground, but still, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hate I hate that. It's like it's cool to be a nerd, yet it's still weird to read comics. We can't win. Right. Well, guys, I think this is as good a place as any to start wrapping this up. If you want to check out uh, anything new from us, we've got two episodes of Commoner's Commentary. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, which I did with Dr. T. Neal yeah. here. Uh, childhood classic of ours. And Dragon Ball Evolution, which I did with Odal. And uh, don't. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, there's also a new episode of Serious Shit uh, called The Bob Point Paradox from a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I'm hearing that. Yeah. That's a good one. It's re- yeah, that's a really good uh, title. Uh, it is. Uh, also, we've got episode three of SMP is up on YouTube. If you um, aren't familiar with the Sword of My Comics page and see the video there, or wonder what I was talking about earlier, we are doing a YouTube resurgence. Sword of My Brand really started on YouTube for about three or more years, uh, three and some change. I, I have been on hiatus from YouTube, really. And so I'm finally bringing everything back. I'm going to catch the YouTube up with the uh, podcast page, bringing everything live that we've done over to there. And we're going to start putting out original stuff uh, again. Uh, Edible Obscurities is yeah, definitely on the slate. Definitely check that out. For sure. This is pretty good. One of the things I think will catch up most quickly is Alpha's unboxing, which is also going to be over there. Yeah, I started watching so, some of this. The double-sized episode of which, of Alpha's unboxing, is up on Facebook right now, our Facebook page, Sort of My Comics. And uh, you can check that out. What all did you, uh, which two boxes did you do in that? It was the, uh, this month's animation. There was definitely stuff in boxes, though. For oh, sure. There was. And, and they got unboxed. Kind of the same shit, different month. Yeah, right. But And then it was the Marvel Collector's Core Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Which, come to find out, cool. the shirt that I got in that has been available in Hot Topic for three months. Right. <laughs> yeah, but for the price of the shirt, you got an entire box of crap. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's uh, the great thing about those boxes. That's the terrible thing about Hot Topic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, we did, uh, and I'm not proud of this video, but... They did a little. Did, did you watch the Tricon video? 
it's so bad anyways i went ahead and took our uh, tricon 2016 footage that we did live on facebook last year uh and i made a sort of my blog out of it that's up on youtube also remember that is sort of my brand on youtube you can also like us on facebook at sort of my brand and sort of my comics where we post uh, nerd news and uh, any of these podcasts that we do Sort of my podcast can be found on Instagram and Twitter. You're listening to this somewhere, and it's got to be maybe SoundCloud, iTunes. Either way, follow, like us, and most importantly on any of these things, comment. Commenting lets us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. lets us know what you think, what you want, and we may not care, but it's always good to hear from you. Feedback helps. Feedback does help. We have made uh, some advancements with feedback our drinking is is a good one someone commented that uh the more we drink especially myself (laughs) uh the worse we get during the podcast and so now we've made limits for ourselves legitimate limits so yeah just comment any thoughts that you had send them down below and we do read them uh if it's worth responding to if it's if it's anything that really warrants a response we uh, we typically respond yeah guys my name is vin the human vincent herman Alpha Spectre, James Odell, Doctor T. Neal, Travis Neal Herman, and uh, oh, one minute before we before we leave, Odell, what kind of music do you listen to? Who, who me? Yeah. Uh, well, hard rock, classic rock. Uh, Travis, what kind of music do you listen to? Who me? Yeah, you. Um, uh, I typically uh, listen to that badass outro music. <laughs>